going on, kid folks? Yes, sir. You know who it is. It's your kid folk, Yoni. We back, baby, with another episode of Key to the City Podcast. Appreciate everybody that's been out there supporting us, liking, sharing, commenting, telling your homeboys, your homegirls, spreading the word by word of mouth. Whatever you're doing, man, we showing up. Appreciate it because you didn't have to do it, but you truly did. And we're going to keep hitting y'all over the head every week with quality guests. Such as the guest that we had today in the city. You dig that? Now, this gentleman is one of the funniest guys in the city, one of the funniest guys in the region, and one of the funniest guys nationally. Even Kevin Hart know that, and you're going to find out why. I met this brother at a Dollar Black surprise party, I believe, for his tour. And uh, right off the bat, I knew he was a funny cat because uh, I said, man, I'm going to holler at your brother and uh, reach out to get you on the show. He said, oh, I appreciate it. As soon as he turned around, he was like, that nigga lying. That nigga lying. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, no, 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 no for real. So we got him in a bit. We're going to find out a little bit about him, his background, what he got planned for 2020, man, and just what inspires him, what's his passion behind his comedy. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the city, my new dog, Merck B. Williams. What's going on, brother? Man, I can't call it, man. It's rough. The it's- rent dude. Oh yeah, that's, that's everybody, it. man. Ain't nothing up. How you evening going so far, man? Good, man. I can I have no complaints, man. I have no complaints. This is this is the start of my evening, actually. So okay, uh, I've been kind of ripping and running. Uh, I, like I told you before we came on, man. My birthday is Sunday. He got a birthday uh, coming up. Happy early birthday. Our birthday. I say our. I have an identical twin brother. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I saw so, him. Yeah, I have an identical twin brother. So our birthday is Sunday. So just kind of ripping and running and getting stuff together for whatever it is that uh, he makes the plans. I don't, oh, you just go with the floor. I don't give. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like he he make all the plans, and so we go we gonna kick it and we gonna turn up and all that stuff. And so uh, this is the start of my evening, and then I'm gonna go and have me a cigar and a drink. Oh, you going to cigar company? I'm at, yeah, I'm going downtown. I'm actually gonna go. That's downtown. That's where I was last night. Yeah, I'm gonna go downtown and uh, have me a drink and a stick and. I might slide next door and oh, catch the view. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going home. That's what's up, <laughs> man. I'm old. So other than the uh, rent being do, everything is good. Um, when did you first get the book? Oh, when did you first realize that you were funny? You could make people laugh. Not when you start taking it serious, but when yeah. did you realize you had that gift? Um, honestly, man, I, I really. My family is funny. Like my my entire family, I, I always say that we like the weigh-ins that nobody knows. Uh, about. So, uh, but my entire family is funny. Like I've been around funny people my entire life, and so you know, growing up in certain situations and circumstances and environments, um, in the way we grew up, there was a lot of people in our household and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you know, we ain't have shit. Like we didn't have a lot. You know, right, right. Uh, but my childhood was amazing, man. It was filled with a lot of love and a lot of laughter, and I've always just been around that. Um, I was never really a class clown. I was going to ask that. I was never a class clown. I made really good grades, did really good in school and all that stuff. I was just never a class clown, but I've always been able to entertain people Mm -hmm. uh, in some capacity, whether it's just general conversation or speaking on the mic or whatever. And so uh, when I saw my brother doing this, I was not even doing this. Oh, he's a comedian as well. Yes. So when I saw my brother doing this, uh, obviously, it's me because we look alike. So, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so when I saw him doing it, that kind of let me know, like, hey, you know, we could we could really do it. it was a we thing. So, like, mm-hmm. we could really do this or whatever. And so, um, some things kind of happened, and he ended up relocating, and 
Um, he still had gigs booked. Right. He still had gigs booked. I tell this story all the time, but he still had gigs booked here. He moved to Memphis. Um, and something happened with his car, but he needed money to fix the car. Mm-hmm. I had a job. I, my job was good at the time. I, I ain't had no problem. You yeah. know, I was like, so, hey, man, I could just go be you and do your gigs and just send you the money so you can fix your car. Damn. So That's you was pretty much how it happened. Were, were you being introduced as him? I was for a while. I was being introduced to him as him because, like, when they tried to introduce me as me, nobody knew who the hell I was because right. he already had a name and a following and things like that. So it didn't matter to me, man. I just wanted to get on stage and be funny Word. or at least try. Um, and I, I didn't care about the money or any of that stuff. I mean, you know, you do what you got to do for your family. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of took off from there. And I was like, you know what? I probably could do this. And so. I just started, I was only hosting gigs at that particular time, right. so I just started hosting stuff and hosting stuff, and I was living in Hattiesburg at the time, moved here to Jackson, and um, like about five years ago, just really kind of started to transition from just hosting to doing stand-up, mm-hmm. so that's where we are now. Did you enjoy the hosting part? Are you still I still host, a little bit? I still so, host them. Yeah. Shameless I'm plug. trying to get into I'm, that. I'm hosting a gig tomorrow night at Center Stage of Mississippi. Uh, that's the after concert show? Nah, that's not it. That is, uh, they're doing their ladies night edition. Um, so actually I'm hosting a couple things. So I got that Friday. He's booked and busy, ladies booked, and gentlemen. Thank, we thank God for it because I got bills and they they busy too. And so, <laughs> Tell y'all that real would do. Uh man, listen. So uh, yeah, I got that for, uh, tomorrow night. So I'm hosting that man. Really good brother Justin Carter uh, owns that building. Well known musician around here in the city, mm-hmm. and they do something uh, at their building every every month, every other month. And so uh, that's gonna be dope. And then um, actually the cat I'm going to see when I leave here, Larry Johnson, really really yeah, dope, uh, dope dope singer man. He's actually. Um, he does a Valentine's Day show every year. Okay. And so that'll be at Johnny T's next Saturday. And so I'll be there as well. You probably have to check that out. Yes, sir. Now, you, uh, you're you originally from Greenville, right? Greenville, Killer City. Mosquito <laughs> capital of the world. Killer That's city. exactly where I'm from, man. Killer hey, City. You went to Hattiesburg, ended up in Jackson. Right. What brought you to Jackson? Uh, a job. A job brought okay. me to Jackson. I went to Hattiesburg. I went to school in Hattiesburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the top. Shout out to USM, uh, Southern Miss. Uh, so I went, to, uh, I went to school. Yeah, they they are they straight. <laughs> food, old Miss though. Now nah, I'm playing. Yeah, that's where really. I went to school. With. You went to old Miss. Damn, I ain't graduate though. Get me out of this part. Well, I ain't graduate from USM, so it don't matter. We together. <laughs> we just went to that <laughs> right. and be rapping at home, coming hard as fuck. I just wanted to play, bro. <laughs> so yeah, man. You know, went to USM. Um, got a job working for uh, a company. That I will not name due to copyright mm-hmm. laws and <laughs> shit like that. Because we don't want the Key to the City podcast to be safe. Hell no. Um, and so moved. Uh, I actually transferred. Because my brother moved to Jackson before I did. So I transferred uh, here. And been here ever since, man. Man, it's been uh, a lot of comedians say that. Or a lot of people say that. Most comedians have a dark past. Or they come from a dark place. And it's kind of like a. They're so gifted at their craft because it's kind of like a thing where uh, you laugh instead of crying. Cry, uh, but you say you came from a pretty good childhood. Oh, yeah. You know, you make the best out of your situations and circumstances. Obviously, you know, we all got our shit. I, I mean, we could, I could definitely sit here and tell you about some dark stuff if you want to hear it. But, like, again, humor is, uh, humor is our therapy. That's the way that we 
you know, convey our pain and our hurt to the world. Like you, I mean, it's really, it's like one of my mentors, man, one of my OGs, Marvin Hunter, he actually said that to me last time uh, I was talking to him. He was like, you got to be crazy as fuck to be a comedian. Like you literally are standing on stage in front of a room of strangers right. talking about your problems and they laughing back at you, like laughing at your pain. And so it's just, you know, it's just like that. Uh, but it's, I mean, again, you know, it's, it, you're not the only person who's going through or who's been through what mm-hmm. you've been through. And so we have a gift to be able to craft it in a way that is humorous and relatable uh, to make you laugh at the things that you're going through, too, and not take them so seriously. Because if you take everything too seriously, man, you know, that's how depression and anxiety and all that stuff comes about. So. In your personal life, do you uh, laugh most things off or you get pissed and sad? And I've gotten better. At, okay, I've gotten a lot to be completely transparent. I have I've gotten a lot better at mm-hmm. uh, not getting angry so fast. I just like I don't I don't really get upset easily. Yeah, but I just I don't like dumb shit. Like, oh yeah, that's stuff. my pet. Yeah, pee. that's my thing. I don't <laughs> like dumb shit. Like if it's stupid like that, or really that that's just that's, that'll click me. But um, but again, in this genre, everything is material. Everything right, can be right, turned right, into right, material. Right. So you just kind of have to flip that and turn it into something else, man. So, um, yeah, um, man, I try to, I really keep my energy low. Like, like my, my, my spirit, mm. my energy is high, but like, I can, like my spirit is cool, man. I don't, Even I don't get stressed out. I don't do, I, I'm chill, man. Listen, don't bring that bullshit around me. <laughs> if you do, I got something we can both put in the air and, there it is. All right. All, look, ain't nobody got time for all that, man. Drink your water um, and keep your stress level low. That's that's the key to life right there. And love Jesus, you know, or Allah or whoever the fuck you love. I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> right. want to tell nobody who they supposed to worship or whatever. But whoever you want to love, love them, man. But it's just life too short, bro. You down skipping, bro. I don't have time for it. Now, we all come up around funny people, whether it's family members, class clowns, things like that. Do you think... Somebody that's a class clown or just naturally funny that it can always translate to the stage. I think it can if you want it to. Um, I think you there's work that you have to put in to that as well too. Um, I think a, the misconception a lot of times about comedy, and, and this is just my opinion. I don't mm-hmm. know, it's not an opinion of anybody else, and I'm saying that as what's considered to be a young comic. I consider myself. To, I mean, I'm kind of old age wise in a way. But I consider myself to be a young comic, a young up-and-coming comic right. or whatever. And so uh, I think it's very possible, but you got to put the work in. Like, you know, uh, the misconception is that, you know, it's just like when you, if you grew up in church and you got that lady who can sing really well, but you like, well, you should be in the choir. Yeah, that ain't for everybody. You <laughs> right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like, that just, she good, but it ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so... Comedy is kind of like that as well, too. You got, I know some cats, man. Listen, I could go, we could go on the corner right now, and there's some dudes who will tell you, have you, have you <laughs> dying laughing. But you get them on that stage, and them lights hit their ass, they're gonna freeze the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a, this is a, that's a different beast, man, being up there on that stage. So it can translate if you want it to, if that's something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to be willing to put in the work and learn the craft and, and continue to grow and get better. So, all right. How long you been on your professional grind? Five years stand-up. I've been hosting shows for, this will be year 11. Uh, if, if We're talking about just hosting, because I've right. been hosting shows since 2009. Uh, and so it's just, you know, man, 
just to be able to be get paid to do this shit Word. now is what's really cool because I did this shit for free for a long time. And that seemed like what you... I'm doing this shit for free. That seemed like that's part of the grind for me. You got to pay your dues. It like is, that. man. You do. And I'm still paying dues. And I'm sure I have... Every level that you go to, I think that more dues have to be paid. Right. Um, and so, and it, as well it should be. Because uh, I think if anything is just given to you, you're not going to really appreciate it and work as hard as you probably would if, if 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 you had to earn it. Right, right, um, right. I think a lot of issues with a lot of young comics, man, they everybody just feel like they're supposed to get paid right out the gate. Like, mm-hmm. man, listen. But don't nobody know you yet, brother. Yeah, it's not, it, it ain't even just that. It's just like, God damn, like, if you want, I'm, if I'm a promoter and I ain't never seen you before and I'm just supposed to, you know, right. you don't want to do a show because you ain't getting paid. I'm like, Man, I didn't. Get, my thing is, if if you're in comedy for money, um, please, right, right now, there. yeah, yeah, you need yeah. To listen to me. If you are out there and you want to do comedy, and if money is your primary goal, you need to quit this shit right now. <laughs> Bro, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I don't know if it was uh, I forget what comedian it was, but they were speaking on like uh, it might have been DC. He was speaking on how. This is so much different from the music business because you can go out there, people can bring their phones and uh-huh. see you recording and play the same song over and over, each over stop. And over and over again. But as far as with a comedian, it's like y'all constantly have to be on your toes, coming up to. with new material. Absolutely, man. Niggas will steal your shit. Like, they will fucking steal your shit. That's why you see a lot of comedians won't <laughs> Mark even Cooper, you... Steve Hart. Man. Well, <laughs> nigga, well, hey, shit, I don't want to go there, but I know what you're talking about, though. But man, niggas will steal your shit. It's just what it is, man. I, it's, I think it's part of the game. I think it's happened to, it's happened to everybody. Right. It don't matter what level of comedy that you are on. A comic that stole your joke before. It's just, but you just have to have some artistic integrity, man. Word, I you like do. That. You just have to have artistic integrity, and just like at the end of the day. You know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I look at it like, shit, man, go on, have, you can have that joke. I don't even use that motherfucker. <laughs> so if it, I hope it bless you like it blessed me. So, But at the end of the day, it's just like a spade's hand. You can look at my hand, but you still can't play it. So it don't matter. You, it don't matter if you're telling my joke. You ain't me. <laughs> right. So it still don't matter. So you got to look at it like that. Key to the City Podcast. We got my dog, Merck B. Williams, in the building. Uh, now, you were part of Kevin Hart's Heart to the City. Yes. How did you link up with Kevin Hart, man? So, what happened was, uh, my OG that I talked about earlier, uh, Mr. Marvin Hunter, shout out to him, Vicksburg, uh, Mississippi representative, man. He is uh, based out of Atlanta. Um, just uh, an absolute monster. He's been on Comic View and everything. Man, he's been on Comic View. Dark skin, bro? Uh, he's actually light-skinned. Uh, I apologize. Big light-skinned nigga. So, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, really, really funny guy, man. Extremely hilarious, brother, man. Killing. He is just a, he a monster, right? Mm-hmm. Absolute monster, bro. And so, anyway, he went out to California to uh, to the Laugh Factory where they do this uh, this show on Sundays called Chocolate Sundays. Uh, and so it's kind of like the urban room or the black room, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he went out there, killed it. Uh, the producer of the show, who is Joey Wells, who's also uh, one of the Plastic Cup Boys, mm-hmm. uh, which is Kevin Hart's right. uh, group of comedians and, and homies and writers or whatever. He actually saw Marvin, chopped it up. They have mutual acquaintances or whatever, chopped it up with him, 
at that time, they were uh, getting ready to start season two. Mm -hmm. They had not chosen the cities that they were going to. Marvin pitched Jackson, Mississippi to them. And Joy's response was, they do comedy in Jackson, Mississippi? (laughs) Um, And so... I guess whatever happened, happened, and uh, they decided to choose Jackson. There were two auditions, and um, myself, along with three other people, were chosen to represent Jackson on Comedy Century. So the rest is his word. How'd it go? Man? I went amazing, man. It, it was really, really dope, man. Shout out to um, to Comedy Central and Heartbeat Productions and Kev and Joey and all those guys, man. It's just even two years later, man, it's still still feels kind of fresh so mm-hmm. uh, it was just an amazing experience man just to be around the production of a nationally syndicated tv show right, right, watch right. how that works and watch how people operate and you know be able to literally shake hands and rub elbows with people that you've seen on tv and on netflix and shit like that and i'm just like man that's fucking kevin hart sitting right across from me like this nigga took a picture with me Surreal, and took man. my hand well he gave us a pound because he was sick but <laughs> uh, yeah, he had. I don't know what yeah, he had to play or something. I don't know, but Damn. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it was just man, it was just a really really dope experience. And then just to be able to, you know, you standing on stage and he right there, and you performing for one of your comedic idols. Obviously, you know, an icon in comedy mm-hmm. in our time right now, and probably gonna go down as 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 a mogul. At right. this point, I think I don't even know if you can still call Kevin just a comedian. Like he do everything. He's a brand uh, now, and so just to be able to sit and perform for that guy and he laughing at your shit, I don't even know if he was fake laughing or not. I didn't give a shit. He was laughing. So. You know how you do that? Yeah, I ain't man. I ain't. I ain't <laughs> care. Hey, fuck it. He was yeah. laughing. I don't know if he was doing it for the camera or not, but I right, fuck it. I took it. Like, hey, whatever. You laughing? So, uh, and then for him to sit down and chop it up with us as well too. On and off camera, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of you know pour into us and give us advice, and, you know, answer any questions that we, that we may have had. Hey, bros, I, I couldn't ask for anything. And then we, we still have access to those people. Marvin went on to do um, Next Level, which is a thirty-minute special. So mm-hmm. Marvin went on to do that. Um, obviously, Rita was on the show as well too. Shout out, we, Rita! Yeah, shout out to my sister Rita Brent, uh, who's killing it in New York right now. So obviously, she's done. A, a plethora of things as well too. Uh, the other gentleman, my other homie, Ben Compton, who was on the show as well too. Uh, he's done some amazing things as well too. Actually, just relocated to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and so he's out there doing his thing as well too. So it's it's just been really really dope and really really a big blessing for all of us. Was the uh, Kevin Hart opportunity like confirmation that you on the right path? Um, it was for me. It was confirmation that um, I can do this on that level. Gotcha. For gotcha. me, I I don't think that I ever doubted whether or not I was funny. I've always probably struggled with, am I funny enough? Mm. Uh, especially when you're on a local level like this, and um, this is all that you have access to. Right. Like, you're doing shows here around the people that you know, which I think is always hardest to make the people that you know laugh, because these motherfuckers know you, and they like, well... I just saw you in Kroger, nigga. So right. I don't know if I want to laugh at this shit that you're saying right now. Um, and I tell people all the time, man, if you can make it in Mississippi doing comedy, you can make it anywhere. This shit is hard, hard. Um, I believe so, it, bro. Um, yeah, man, it's just, excuse me, um, just being able to, you know, know that 
you good enough. Mm-hmm. Like even when with what you're doing, man, just to know that this is good enough to eventually be on Spotify, or be on YouTube, or be on uh, Vice TV or anything like yeah, that. You yeah, know, you all fun. yeah, you all st- you starting somewhere, man. But you just just to have that opportunity and take advantage of it because again, forty five people had the same opportunity. It's just all about how you you know prepare. You know, preparation right. meets opportunity. Then you know. The rest is history, man. So I prepared. I, I I put on the best eight minutes that I felt like I had at the time and gave myself the best opportunity possible to be a part of that. And so for me, uh, for those guys in California who see a plethora of comics and have performed for everybody and done everything for everybody that you can think of mm-hmm. in any genre, to look at my video and say, hey, that's one of the guys we want, that lets me know that I got it. Word, word. Now, one thing I respect and admire about you, man, you kind of um, take shit in your own hands uh, as far as you producing your own shows. Uh, I saw you in Read a Link Up for a few shows. Absolutely. How long have you been doing events like that, or did it just begin? Well, I think now is a really good time, man. It's a beautiful time to be a comic. I think it's a beautiful time to be in entertainment in any any capacity, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just one of those people, and if you're going to sit around and wait for an opportunity, you might be waiting forever. And you just have to seize, you know, seize the moments, man, and create the opportunities that you want to present themselves. You know, um, you got to take the initiative. You know, we we're funny. Let's put a show together. All right, cool. So how are we going to do it? This how we going to do it? All right, just fuck it. Give us a microphone and we'll do this. And that's just how it works, man. Um, uh, I have a team of amazing people who do production and record and all of that stuff. Uh, shout out to Melvin and Eddie and Two Four Two Creative and. Two for two oh, yeah. creative. All yeah. them guys. Shout out to them guys. Uh, we have an amazing team of, of Rob Benson Design who does all all the graphic design uh, for us and you know our flyers and things like that. So we just have amazing people who believe in our gifts mm-hmm. and you know we pour into each other. So I'm just grateful for them guys just to think enough of me to say, hey man, I'm gonna help you. Right. You right. know what I mean? Uh, because I see what you're doing. Because helping you is gonna help me too. Like fine, hey, so I don't be, block no blessings. Right. So, um, yeah, man, it's just we just we finding some motherfuckers. Like man, Mississippi, listen, bro, Mississippi got some of the finest people in the world. Everything. What's your relationship like with Rita? Man, Rita's like my sister. She really like we're it's really a sister brother relationship. We we communicate in some capacity. Uh, myself, her, uh, Nardo Blacktastic, my mm-hmm. other homeboy, man, <clears throat> and uh, we got a group message me Nardo Rita and Carrie Thomas okay <laughs> like I know Carrie, well, Carrie come in it's like where the fuck Carrie come in I know the, the most random person uh, that's right light skinned dude with red hair yeah um, yeah yeah um, yeah bro that's our group text message man that's how the hilarious homies uh, show started <laughs> like out of that group text mm-hmm. and so uh, man it's just I mean I've I've known Rita for a long time I couldn't even tell you when we met and where we met, I don't even remember. Right. I just know that when we did, it was just like, bam, that's my sister. She she good people. She's always been funny, always been supportive, uh, always been encouraging, and all. And that's what we do. We lift each other up, man, and, and all that stuff. Because at the end of the day, we all we got. Like that's my friend. Now, I happen to be a fan of hers as well right. too. But at the end of the day, that's my girl. That's my homie. That's my friend. We was friends before any of this ever happened. Like none of this could ever happen, and that would still be my homegirl. 
You know that's what what's I mean? up, like, None of that is going to change any of this. So that's that's. that's Shout out Rita Brent. Shout out to Rita Brent. We want you on the show. We want you on the show. She actually is going. Is she going to be here? She yeah. actually. Yeah, she'll be here. She'll actually I'm going to reach out to so, her. Hey, Rita, if you if you watching or listening, reach out to the key to the city. Come man. rock Come us on. like a pothole, baby. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You can play the song in the background <laughs> while you're doing it. So, yeah, man. I'm, um, That's my girl, man. I love her to pieces. Um, yeah, I could go all day talking about her, so. Few more questions for you, man. Keep yes, to the city podcast. We got Merck B. Williams. Go ahead. I can edit that. And kids. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a family business. What's I up, Tia? How you doing? Uh <clears throat> so how would you describe your comedic style? You know, some comedians refuse to touch on certain subjects. Like uh, I think Kel stay away from politics and shit like that. Uh is there anything off limits to you? Not Nah, not at this particular point, no. Um, I think I just talk about whatever it is that, A, that I can relate to mm-hmm. and that I feel like people can relate to, and B, I'm just going to talk about what I'm educated about. I don't get up here talking about yeah, nothing yeah. that I don't know a right. damn thing about. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing about a certain group or genre of people just because that's the type of folks that's in the audience. Like, right. like I did a church gig last night. I mean, I ain't finna just tell church Ooh. jokes just because we in a church. Like, if I ain't never been to church before, you're going to get... Don't these, tell me you went hard. You're going to get these secular jokes or whatever. <laughs> so, um, nah, it really went well. It went well, man. So, you know, of course it was clean, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We don't want to cuss in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but, because uh, that damn you to hell if you do that. But it was it was cool, man. You know, comedy is comedy, man. If you funny, you funny. Mm-hmm. You, ain't got, you don't need profanity just to be funny. If you funny, Word. it's funny. So, uh, but yeah, man, my, I guess my style is just, I think it's versatile. I think it's just, you know, I think I have something for everybody. Um, I talk about my experiences in a way that's relatable to people and that'll make them laugh as well, too. Uh, at the end of the day, man, I just want people to just be full when it's gone. It's over with, man. I want you to laugh till you pee your pants or bust your gut or whatever the case may be. Like, you come up to me, like, you ain't got to take no picture with me. You definitely need to follow me because I need all of them. Follow uh, But, uh, man, just to come up to me and say, hey, I, I enjoyed your show, man. You're really good, man. Keep doing what you're doing. That's enough for me. Word. Who's some of your inspirations? Um... My brother is an inspiration of mine, uh, obviously, because that's one of the reasons why I started. I'm inspired by the people, my peers, Rita, Leonardo, right. uh, Ben, Marvin, and uh, the guys up from Mississippi that's doing big things, Carlos Miller, uh, JJ Williams, yep. yeah, JJ. And, uh, he'll be here, shameless yep. plug, Valentine's weekend. Um, and so, obviously, you know, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Kevin Hart, um, George Carlin, um, man. I actually like Andrew Dice Clay. Roger yeah. Dangerfield was really funny to me. Uh, man, I just I just like a, a plethora of different comedians. Because I just respect the art and the craft. Where uh, everybody has something different to bring uh, to this this vast genre that we are a part of, and you can always take something away from all of them and incorporate that. And you know, these guys are great. You know what I mean? So, uh, man, I'm I'm just inspired by uh, so many people, so many kinds. Now, have you ever been booed on stage? Uh, yes, I have. And any, Who is this? Any comedian that tell you that he ain't... They lying. Well, I've never been booed off the stage because I didn't leave the stage <laughs> when it happened. But booed I did stage. get booed. And I'm just, so here's the thing. I would rather you boo me than not say anything. I did that. At least 
I got a response. Yeah. So I got something to go and work with. Uh, and I've had some 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 instances where people were like, I did this show. I think it was one block east. I did a show at one block, man, and like, man, they were. I, that's what probably why I'm like, I hate bars right now. But uh, <laughs> they were lit, man. They was like, they ain't say nothing. Like they were just what? super quiet. I'm just like, all right. So I'm gonna get on out of here. <laughs> that's where you gotta hit them with the. So how are these ladies doing tonight, man, man? Let's give it up. Now that's the go. That's the worst thing. You can do. <laughs> oh, women be shopping. Oh, women be shocked. <laughs> like, nah, bro. I'm just going to hold his L. <laughs> Go on to the house, man. Because, I mean, I almost quit comedy about 50 times. So, you yeah. know, it's, just, it's one of those things. Like, man. But then you have that next show. It's like a drug, bro, for real. Mm-hmm. You have, like, some subpar shows. And then you had that, them one, that stretch where you got three or four, five ones where you're yeah. just killing them. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know what? I'm really, this is my purpose, God. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Uh, then he punch you in the chest <laughs> them next two shows you get humble all over well, I swear nigga be thinking like that booing is funny man it's so funny man like you know how much energy it takes to boo right like, man you literally paid money it's funny to me I tell them all the time y'all paid money to boo you stupid like you dumb <laughs> you could have done it for free I do get heckled a lot I'm sure man that's why I couldn't do I'd be ready to fight fuck me Listen, bro. Let me tell you something. I I have a strong disdain for hecklers. Um, yeah. Mainly because there are actually other people there who are they that are enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I just look like the type of guy that you should try. I don't know. Maybe it's the glasses. I look like I do taxes or something. I don't know. <laughs> but when I get on stage, y'all laughing too hard. <laughs> when I get on the stage, man, it's it's I literally it's always somebody who tries me. And I, I don't all the time. All the time, I've been on like this. I've been on like a nine show stretch where somebody has tried me. I don't. It don't male, female. Um, actually, earlier, well, last year, I got a man amazing opportunity to uh, Chuckles opening weekend. Chuckles mm-hmm. Jackson, Mississippi. Y'all go support that, please. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful thing. The city needs it. Y'all go, please go support it. Um, that opening weekend, they had Ricky Smiley. And, uh, I remember that. They yeah. needed somebody to open mm-hmm. and uh, host the shows for him that weekend. And so uh, I got the call. Super duper stoked, man. So first night was crazy because they started late, late, that second show. And them folks was mad as a motherfucker, man. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I got to get up here and tell jokes to angry motherfuckers. Yeah. So I just addressed the elephant in the room. I was like, oh, man. I was like, yeah. I was like, That's okay. a good way to cool, start, bro. Like, Great. We good. But then that next night, because the first night went well, uh, Ricky's people decided to bring me back. I'm like, all right, cool. This is what's up. I'm on a show-by-show basis now. So, and I need the bread. So, mm-hmm. uh, man, that second night, man, this dude. This dude, I think he drank like they said he like drank like a bottle of Hennessy by himself before he walked in the club. Over with, and uh, he just decided he wanted to help her. But man, listen, I believe in in baptism, mm-hmm. and he got baptized that night. You roast, yes, Lord, <laughs> I did, and his lady took him to church. Sure did, both of them. You got to get it too, cause you came with him. She was so ashamed. I felt so bad for. Hey, collateral damage. It is yeah. what it is. I ain't feel bad for him. He ain't say nothing for the rest of the night. Or whatever. <laughs> but I did have to kind of watch getting, you know, it's Jackson. So, oh, know, well, he, yeah. These Jews is crazy. I was like, man. See me outside there, cuz? I, I got to get to my car. I can fight, but shit, that nigga pulled that gun out. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. I'm like, 
This nigga got a gun. So what does 2020 hold for Merc B? Man, listen, any and everything and all my heart desires, I just know that I'm, this actually, this this is great. 2020, I already been better than 2019 for me. Word. God. I'm right there with you, bro. God, folks. damn, 2019 was some bullshit. <laughs> that was a practice year. <laughs> yeah, it was a I practice. Do. I was like, oh, this is practice. Okay. Now, 2020 has always, already been amazing, man. Um, I have some, some a really, a lot of gigs coming up, man. A lot of stuff that we got, we're going to really, really push this hilarious homies thing. Uh, myself, Rita, and Nardo, um, and we got some things where when we can, everybody can get their schedule together or whatnot. Right. Uh, we got some amazing stuff that we got coming, man. Uh, I write as well, too, uh, for an independent magazine out of Sacramento, California. That's what's up. Shout out to So, De- so Effin' Dope Magazine. Shout out to them um, and my guys, Mike and Corey. Um, and so I write for them. So obviously I'm gonna keep doing that. Uh, got some a podcast thing that we kind of we working on. Mm-hmm. Not really a launch date yet, but uh, we are gonna get it uh, together at some point. If they, I'm gonna get it together. Right, right. Know exactly. What they do because I'm not waiting on nobody. Is exactly. so. I'm the same way. Um, so I'm gonna get that together, man. And uh, just just a lot of others. Just a lot, a lot of other stuff, man. All the stuff that like no more of this whole. We going to do or we about to do. Nah, we going to be doing 2020 the year. We doing it. We doing execute, this year. Yeah. So we going to execute, follow through. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, working my way back to the screen. Working right. my way back to the screen, submitting for some more things. And uh, prayer for that those opportunities come to pass as well, too. So y'all see me on TV in 2020. We going to claim that. Well, you definitely got supporters here. Key to the city, man. And uh, everybody in the city in general, man, continue to support your local talent, man. Local talent with global skills. You dig that? Because right, I'm just saying, you got to support us now. Exactly. Because it's going to be fucking This is where you, this is where you, because like, you, hey, ain't, don't call me. <laughs> you know, in 2021, you got to pay 70 goddamn dollars to see me. Right, know, right. Merck was, no, nah, nigga, no. Nah, you should have oh, paid them 15 when there was BYOB. <laughs> I can't help you now. How can the uh, people keep up with you? See what you got going on. How can they follow you? You can follow me on all social media, man. It's at Merck B Williams. M E R C B Williams. That's on all social media platforms. It's the same handle everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. There's so much shit. Black out Planet, Black, MySpace. You know. Yeah, black. Ooh, well, you know what? I still I don't know my MySpace password, but I do still know my Black Planet password. I don't know. I if wonder I if that page still come up. It will still come up. Actually, Black Planet still exists. It's, what? Black Planet is Make more of tonight. a. It is. It's like kind of like a dating site now. Almost. Oh, it's like I don't. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm not Merc B. Williams on Christian Mingle, by the way. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put that out there, just in case it's some nice. Holy ladies out there, if you're looking for a good man, you know. <laughs> there it is, man. Y'all go support this guy, man. Funny as a mug. Appreciate it. Hey, you. we continue to do big things in the city. Sure. We already know what it is. I'm your Ken Fogioni. He is Merck B. Williams. This is the Key to the City Podcast. We out. Peace. Appreciate it.